Coming to you on some serious tape delay via a podcast near you. From that hockey hotbed of San Jose, California, it's Dudes on Hockey. He is now accepting callers. He is calling me Dude. And now your hosts, Mike and Doug. Hey there and welcome to Dudes on Hockey Podcast. I'm Mike, that's Doug. Training camp has commenced, dude. Yeah. Hockey is back. And here we are with stuff uh, to talk about, sort of, not really. Kind of. A little bit. We got some emails. Oh, yeah. We got scolded. We did? We got scolded. Who scolded us again? We got scolded in an email. We uh, made a mistake and were uh, informed of that in an email. Then we just have a general question, dude. So uh, okay, how about this from uh, our friend Eric? Dudes, can we please move off the idea that Hannon, Brown, and John Scott contracts are terrible. No. <laughs> you refuse to move off that idea? I do. Okay. I refuse. Um, and then he asks, what is with the complaining about Hannon being on the team? Would you really rather Doherty serve as the seventh defenseman? I'm paraphrasing his That's, email, by the way. It's a good point. It's a good point. We don't. We, it doesn't seem Doherty's been able to take hold. So, but eh. we don't know. We don't, That's my point. Is we don't know what right. Doherty can do. So we're we're gonna send him back down to the AHL again. Maybe a- apparently. So I mean, I, I guess I don't want to see us in a situation where we're saying. We're going to let the kids play. Uh, Scott Hannon is going to play. No, we're going to let the kids play. Yeah. Put out Scott Hannon. You know what I mean? Like, it just uh, that doesn't make any sense to me. But, Eric, uh, your point has been noted. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate it. <laughs> I understand. I, I don't want to be negative, uh, Nancy. It's just how I feel. Like, I just... Yeah. Uh, I. I can't help it. These are my feelings, and they're deep, and they're strong. Don't invalidate my feelings. Uh, dudes, I'm a dude. Thank Look. you, Tracy. <laughs> Duly noted. And P.S., don't sweat it. It's a common misconception. I'm sure it is. It might be Tracy Morgan actually emailing us. It could be. Uh, he's got a lot of time on his hands. Yeah. Um, well, Tracy, uh, I certainly appreciate her email. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> We hope to hear from you soon. You sound like a lovely lady. Yeah, we loved her email. <laughs> um, sorry, dude. Yeah, sorry, dude. Uh, email from our buddy Ward. Okay. Joe Thornton says, there will be 23 captains on the Sharks this year. Dude? Uh-huh. Thoughts on that comment? <laughs> I, I just don't. That is the most BS answer ever. 23 captains. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, Matt Irwin's as much of a captain as I am. <laughs> Please. Is this Joe just trying to clean up some of the apparent mess that he left on his way out the captain door? I think so. I think he's he's trying to equalize uh um you know, standing amongst players, which I appreciate on some level, but this whole, there's 23 captains. It's just, it's not going to fly. Maybe it is overwrought. Maybe it is overstated. Lots of people have made that claim. I've never been in an NHL locker room, so I don't know for sure. 
I think there there's probably some truth to that, but don't give me this 23 captains nonsense. Well, speaking of the captaincy, we've got another email, dude, from Teal Vixen. Yeah. Uh, totally crazy thought. Considering they stripped Marlow of the captaincy, then gave it to Blake to Thornton, what do you think the chances that they might decide to give the captaincy back to Marlow? Wouldn't it be interesting if Marlow got the C, Thornton as an assistant with Pavelski? It might be a long shot. Do you think, but when all is said and done, do you think Marlow and the two Joes would be completely out of the question? I would say there's a greater chance of me getting a I heart Dustin Brown tramp stamp <laughs> than Patrick Marlowe getting the C. Yeah. And I expect you to replay this when he does. Right. Because I'm going to hold you to that. We'll live stream that stuff. So, dude, I mean, any chance of Patrick Marlowe being the captain no. again? No. The message is clear, right? Uh, they want to go young with the team. They want to hand the team off to the young guys. It's been said many times. And although Marlowe may be a leader uh, you know, off the ice, he's not going to be wearing a C or an A on it. The whole thing gets even more ridiculous if they have a C or an A. Yeah, because then all of this hullabaloo over the past few months is truly pointless. Not just seemingly pointless, actually pointless. And it, it, whether it lights a fire under them or not, and you know we can uh, debate this further as we go through the highlights. And I know that's uh, using that term loosely when we talk about the first two preseason games. But the fact that Joe Thornton did score two goals in a game is uh, shocking, to say the least. But um, whether that's an indication that he is more inclined to shoot, I severely doubt it. I need a yeah. larger sample size than that. But even if they have a great preseason and have maybe sort of changed their leadership strategy, whatever that was, mm-hmm. I just don't see how you can give these guys letters. I don't see how you can do that and retain any credibility as a coaching staff or as a general manager. Agreed. Um, she also says, what are your thoughts on the Stockton game? Do you think it may be related to their wanting to bring our AHL closer to home? Absolutely. Uh, slight correction there. Actually, the AHL affiliate is still the Worcester Sharks. That's correct, but there has been murmurs, rumblings, an earthquake underground that you know the AHL and the ECHL will potentially become one oh, really? or that the uh the western conference teams in the ECHL will move expand into the AHL. I think there's got to be several western conference teams that would want that. Now can Stockton support that, you know, I don't know, but they draw better they draw better than the Worcester Sharks. So logically for the Sharks for them to have their AHL affiliate in Stockton makes way too much sense. And then, you know, of course, for, you know, LA or Anaheim, you know, Ontario, mm-hmm. Bakersfield. I mean, those are so close. Your your farm players would be just right 90 minutes away mm-hmm. instead of, you know, taking them an entire day to get to the team. Right. So I do, I, I do think this is connected, absolutely, and very possible, dude. That would be great. I'd, you know, it'd be fun to go see 
Yeah, I their their fan base would increase even more because right. you would have the ability, the connection between the two teams, the San Jose fans who could go easily. I mean, if if we had our minor league top minor leaguers playing in Stockton, dude, would you want to go to a game at least once a year? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we could go see Taylor Doherty and all these guys that we talk about on the podcast and never get to actually go see in person. That would be great. I would love that. I'd love to see that. I didn't I didn't know that they were talking about moving Stockton and Well, and it's been teams. talk, you know, yeah. and I think there's a lot of obstacles and and one of them namely is is the travel for the you know, West Coast teams mm-hmm. would be you know, a burden and there that would place a burden on the East Coast teams having to come all the way out to the West. And we'd have to see. I mean, I don't know how that would work. I'm just speculating if the NHL teams that were involved in that would have to supplement that, you know, added expense for the AHL teams. I don't know, but it certainly seems like it could be in the cards, dude. So either way, they're clearly trying to build a bridge with Stockton by having the game there. I agree. And that would be cool. I would, I would love to see that. I think that would, we uh, had a good dinner when we went to Stockton. Remember we, we went to this, uh, like, beef dream factory basically yeah. where you walk up to the counter and they had all these cuts of beef. You're like, give me that cow. Right. Then you sat down and they brought it out. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was good. Oh, uh, PS, we do need a new goal song. Any suggestions, dude? Um, gosh, uh, I, I don't know. Do, do you have any, you, you've been playing in a band recently. I want this. Weekend in New England by Barry Manilow. <laughs> it make for a great goal song. Um, I'm going to throw out... Um, Sing along, dude. Last night I waved goodbye. Hey! Now it seems hey! I'm back in the <laughs> what if we went a little more old school, dude? A little more German. What if we went back to our roots... And tapped into our old friend, Marcel Gotch and Christian Ehrhoff. That's right. I'd be down for this. I'd be down for this. Yeah, could be good. Um, Or I just want to throw out as an idea, um, uh, wash that man right out of my hair from South Pacific. (laughs) That that could be good. That could be good. I could think of lots of good ones. <laughs> I, you know, gold songs are tough. I, I, I'm, I'm past Gary Glitter at this point. I agree with you, but until we really have a great suggestion, that has to, the thing is, it has to be obvious crowd participation. Like you have to be able to hear it for five seconds and know how to participate, right, in the song. And Gary Glitter is a song that everybody knows, so there's that. But there's not too many other songs. It's just like obvious yelling opportunities. You know what I mean? That's the problem. Also, she's not a fan of Kurs. So, oh, there's that. Oh, oh, ouch. Um, dude, what else do we have, dude? Well, we certainly have the preseason games to talk about, dude. Right. So, uh, Sharks played a split squad on Tuesday night. And the team that stayed in Stockton won mm-hmm. five to two, and the team that went to Vancouver lost, sad faced, four to two. But aggregate, 
We win, <laughs> dude. We win, we and win we advance in Europa. That's uh, right. So let's talk about the Vancouver trip out to Vancouver. There's certainly more information about this game, a box score on NHL.com and all this. This is Marlowe went to Vancouver, uh, Burns, Couture, Staylock. They headed out there, dude. Uh, Brent Burns was the second star in this game. He had a power play goal. He had four block shots and uh, played uh, a large amount of time on the blue line. Patrick Marlowe scored, had an assist on the Burns goal. Staylock, wah, wah, 16 for 19. Mm-hmm. Not a great start. He was scored on by four prospects. Most of them you wouldn't be able to pick out of a lineup, dude. I'm sure. And uh, Logan Couture, a little banged up in this game. Yeah, little... Little banged up, but we're told he's okay. Not a big deal. So sounds like that's not going to be a big deal. So I'd say the good, Burns and Marlowe. The mm-hmm. bad, Ryland Schwartz minus three. Oh, time again. Tyler Kennedy, Jason Demers minus two. Oh. The mm, Taylor Fadun minus two, but six shots. Really? Yeah. Huh. So, interesting. Interesting. You know. Uh, I guess time will tell, dude. We outshot them 34-19. to 19. The win in Stockton, Nikolai Goldobin, first star. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. We've seen this kind of thing before. He's a young kid. He's excited. Scores a couple goals. I think the Sharks dominated the beginning of that game. I remember reading they took... I think they got out to a 4 nothing lead. I think they took 13 of the first 14 shots or something right. of the game. Right. <laughs> Some ridiculous thing. Jumbo scores twice, Pavs, uh, Barclay, Goudreau scores, John Scott got in a fight. It was a good night. Yeah. Good night. Um, our boy, uh, Gabriel Goud- uh, Boudreau, got sent down to yes, juniors. Yes, he did. He did. Which, you know, he was eligible to go back. Right. And if you're looking at the skill positions, he clearly, in their mind, is behind... Nikolai Goldobin mm-hmm. in, in that pecking order. Um, someone who did not play, and, and there was a lot of commentary before that, and I don't know why, and I haven't seen why, and maybe someone can fill us in, is uh, Tarasov was a scratch. Yeah. Um, any idea why, dude? Or is he really fallen that far off the radar that he's being scratched in a preseason game? I have to guess that he's banged up in some way, and they decide to sit him out. Um I haven't heard anything of that. It's just a guess. I don't know why you wouldn't be, play a guy like that. He can't be behind Barclay, Goudreau, yeah. and Ryland Schwartz, right? No, no, he can't. Can't be. I mean, unless there's something going on that we just don't know about. Right. See the new Jamie McGinn? Doghouse. <laughs> Could be already in the preseason. <laughs> so what do we know from these first two games? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. nothing. Yeah, but nothing. Uh, it is entertaining to talk about, and... It's nice to see Goldobin pop up as the first star in that first game. And we've got two games this weekend, dude. It'll be interesting to see who plays. Mm-hmm. The line combinations to start the year are as expected or surprising, dude, in terms of you've got Joe, you've got Hurdle and Pavs, and then you've got Marlowe and Couture and Nieto. What you expected? Totally expected. Nothing surprising there. Nothing at all. So I'm sure they'll play around with other lines. It, none of that stuff's going to be set until a few games into the season anyhow. So I'm not paying too much attention to that. I am paying attention to some of these guys, if they can have string together two, three, four good performances in a row in the preseason. I think coaches might take notice. Anybody can have one good game 
if you can be consistent against NHL competition, I'm sure that's the kinds of things that the coaches are looking for. It was announced this week that there will be some form of NHL 24-7. It's not being called that, but they'll have two documentary uh, series about the Winter Classics, and one of them is going to feature the Sharks and the Kings, dude. Right. You can watch it on Epics. A channel channel I don't get. uh, Or you can supposedly stream it on NHL.com. Okay, cool. You should be okay, dude, but uh, excited to see the Sharks behind the scenes. Totally. Peel back the teal curtain. I, you know, I don't know what they're going to... I'd love to see uh, McClellan throwing F-bombs the way Boudreaux did a couple <laughs> years ago or something like that. That'd be pretty entertaining. Just a bunch of... Like, we see the locker room and it's just, you know, Joe, Joe Thornton walking around going... And you're like, oh, now we know what's wrong. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hey, anyone want to see some finger magic? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Justin Braun extension, dude. That yeah. happened while we were away. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He got $3.8 million per, I think, a five-year deal. Thoughts? I think they're paying for what they think he's going to be worth. That might be a little bit more than what he's worth right now, but we don't know because, you know, Boyle's gone. He might have some more offensive uh, responsibility. Going forward, he certainly seems to be the steadiest of the younger defensemen. As you said, Jason Demers, minus two. But um, but Justin Braun, he's, an, he's certainly an up-and-comer. I think it seems clear the management wanted to lock him up before right. he could have a chance at a big breakout season and be in that four-and-a-half to five-and-a-half million-dollar range where there seem to be a lot of defensemen right now. I think somebody, if he had been a free agent this offseason, someone had given him four, for sure, based on... We saw Derek England, who's basically useless, get two point nine. It's true. And then you know Clayton Stoner gets in the mid threes from the Ducks, and that guy is not a top four defenseman. No. Do you even know who that is? I mean, we know who that is, but I don't. I don't yeah. remember seeing him play. No. No. I don't even know if he plays every night for the Ducks. He's you know what I mean? To. Well, they need D, so he's going he's going to be playing now. But if they're if their kids kind of step up, I mean, he may not play, right? I don't know, maybe I'm totally wrong on that. But Justin Braun's going to be playing top 4 minutes. Oh yeah. Top 4 minutes. No doubt. He might be on the top pairing with Vlasic. Mhm. So that makes me really nervous. Burns and Demers together, they can't do that, right? Mm, I would doubt it. So then it could be Burns and Vlasic. Yeah. Yeah. And then Demers and Braun mm-hmm. or some combination of that. Either either way, I mean, he's going to be playing 20 minutes again. Yep. And certainly seeing more power play time than he probably did in the past. I think it's a good deal. And, and you know, a deal that is not out of whack with what his market would have been right now. So, so maybe there is something to, maybe there is something to Eric's email earlier where he says we shouldn't worry about these bad signings because the Sharks are making you know good signings with players that matter. Yeah, I don't think that excuses yeah. retaining players that don't, you I, know. I just don't like dumb decisions, whatever they may be. I may, think, maybe it's not going to bite the sharks in the ass because they're so far under the cap and it doesn't matter. And that I agree with, but 
you don't want your team doing stupid things. It doesn't matter if it's a big deal or a little deal. You it's, don't want it. it. When you see all of the enforcers that are still jobless, oh, yeah. and you, on the you know first few days of free agency, be, sign the first one, well, and he's probably the worst hockey player of all of them. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he's the most feared of all of them. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's all Doug Wilson wanted right. was to have somebody who is just going to be sitting around on the bench that other teams know that if they do take a run at hurdle, Dustin Brown takes a run at hurdle. <laughs> his and, head's going to be separated from well, his body. It might not be Dustin Brown's head that gets separated. Yeah. But on the next shift, John Scott is the price will be that he will pummel Somebody, somebody, and Dustin Brown will have to look that guy, the guy in the eye, and go, "Sorry, <laughs> you know." And maybe that's what it is, and and maybe it will be worth it. I just don't know why there weren't a dozen other guys sitting around right now that couldn't have done that for twenty uh, two hundred fifty thousand dollars less. Right. But I get your point, Eric. At this point, sharks are like in the. I mean, they're twenty. <laughs> 21st in cap space. Yeah, I thought they were in the teens, but yeah. You so, right. you know, in comparison to other teams, they're in a way different place than they normally are where they're usually yeah. right up against it. So maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe, maybe we're wrong. Matter. Maybe we are wrong about a lot of stuff. Did you hear anything about Mirko Mueller? Because he's like sort of the guy that everybody's been watching. Not yet. Dude, not yet. And... I don't think that means anything yet. I guess we didn't hear that he was terrible. That's something. <laughs> yeah, he played in Stockton, I believe. So yeah. that box score was not available. So I don't know right. how he did. I, I want to say that he did assist on on one of the goals. I think I heard that. But if anyone was there, if anyone went to that game, we'd love to hear from you. Questions yep. at dudesonhockey.com or you can uh, tweet at us at dudesonhockey. And we'd love to hear more about that game. We got two games coming up this weekend, dude. They're on the road in Arizona at the Ducks. So we'll get a little bit of a better idea. But mm-hmm. yeah, Merkel Mule is one to watch because I'll be looking for him every shift. Yeah. If he doesn't take a roster spot, then that means that sixth defenseman is going to be either Scott Hannon every night, which right. would be a major disappointment, or Taylor Fadun which would be surprising. Or Taylor Doherty. Or Taylor Doherty, which would be surprising as well. Dude, let me ask you this. What would be the most surprising if Mueller doesn't get that six spot? Of those three guys, who do you think is, would you be the most shocked to grab that spot? That question makes sense? Yeah, so... hmm. Who would you least expect to see skating a regular shift between Taylor Doherty, Taylor Fadun, and Scott Hannon opening night. Least expect. Taylor Fadun, I think. Uh, this is a guy that has no, almost no history with the Sharks, right? So he just came right in and jumped over two, three guys. That would be very surprising to me. Mm-hmm. For a guy who couldn't play for Edmonton. Right. So that would be surprising. That would be surprising. Although, as we noted when they signed him, the Oilers make bad decisions so especially when it comes to defense (laughs) the fact that they let him go could mean he's the next uh um yeah 
It could be the next P.K. Subban. <laughs> Kyle Quincy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next Jim Fahey. Well, dude, that's all I got, dude. That's all we got, dude. I mean, we're in preseason now, so it's getting exciting. But uh, what are you going to a preseason game? Yeah, I think I'm going tomorrow night. So. Oh, I thought they were on the road. Wait, no, wait. Is it tomorrow night? Or maybe. Am I wrong? No, I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna get an email about. This. I thought it was in my calendar for tomorrow. Oh, I don't see Jack. Oh. Anyways, okay. well, well, I clearly don't have a, a very good grasp of what's coming up in terms of the shark <laughs> schedule because it is still preseason and it really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Well, I hope it's tomorrow and I hope you can give us a first-hand account next week. Too. I certainly will. I certainly will. To any games I go to, I'll be happy to fill everybody in on how some of these players that I've never heard of are doing. Did you keep center ice this year? Uh, I have not yet renewed, although I have... I did Game Center online. Right. So. This is what I have... Uh, Game Center. Okay. Yes. Oh, and in other news, dude, you want to tell viewers about fantasy or listeners about fantasy? Uh, yes, we've gotten a few emails about uh, our Yahoo Fantasy Hockey League, and I am excited to say that it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I made an executive decision. Yep. I know how much you love to play <laughs> and that you're really involved in the daily maintenance of the league and yes, the team. I certainly am. But I think... It's ended up being uh, less fun each year, and it seems like people are more irritated by participating than actually enjoying it. So if you were one of the few that enjoyed playing, I'm so sorry, but the Dudes on Hockey Fantasy League is Dunsky. Yeah, it's done. So, but, but we still have our Dudes on Hockey pool, yeah. We got our. I've, I've made a decision. Vegas Cup, dude. Oh, so dude, you have to make a choice here between whether you're going to take the first pick, yes, or you're going to pick number two and number three, dude. You're going to do two and three. Oh, yes. Wow, you're going to put the pressure squarely on me. Yes. Well, won't I shock you when I take the? I'm not gonna tell you yet, uh, dude. Does it matter? I, um, sure. It will matter. Okay. I'm gonna say it right now in mm-hmm. front of all the listeners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't. I can't remember. You can't remember. Oh, Tampa Bay Lightning, number one. No, nope. I'm uh, not. I'm not gonna tell you what my top pick is, dude. Okay, dude. Well, we'll have it. Uh, I think we have to have it next week, dude. Because. Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Winnipeg, good choice. We'll have the draft next week. Florida. And maybe what I'll do is I'll record it, and then I'll speed up the tape so it only takes about 30 <laughs> yeah. seconds. There'll be somebody who wants to hear it, dude. we got to do it next week? We have to do it next Why? week. Why? Because I'll be out of town the week after. What? I know. So much can happen. I know. Well, these are the pitfalls. All right, dude. I will be ready. So will I. And And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. show want to get your questions on the air email questions at dudesonhockey.com dudes on hockey is not affiliated with the san jose sharks organization or the national hockey league